Hello, beautiful listeners. Hope you guys are doing very well today. This is a very special episode, and I know that I say that for every episode because it is in its own way. But the reason why this is so special and important to me is because I am interviewing or hosting, you could say, another host. Uh, this topic is, this episode, I'll say, is going to be diving into the ups and downs of what hosting looks like for podcasters, interviewers, what we like, what we don't like, what we want to change about the format, um, our favorite memories, our challenges, our favorite guests, topics. I don't know. I guess we're going to see where the conversation takes us. But I'm just going to hand the mic over to my guest slash host, I guess. We're hosting each other, I think, this time. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, yeah. We're sharing the floor. Yes. So, Savannah, please introduce yourself. Anything other than your hosting and podcasting, because we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of that. So I want to know you Absolutely. outside of that, please. Sure. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for having me on. And, like, I'll say that again. Um, it's We've recorded together on my podcast, Year for Growth, a year. It was, like, exactly a, a year, year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, it does feel like a year. A lot, for me, like, a lot has happened. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so for those that don't know, my name is Savannah Zipak. I am about to turn 26. I'm a Virgo <laughs> in every sense of the word. There. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just like very, very uh, particular about things sometimes. But um, aside from podcasting, um, I definitely have so many different sides to my being, I guess. Um, I am a very sensitive person. And um, so I really tap into that side of me a lot, whether it's through spending time with friends and family, um, creating, um, not the podcast, but like in other ways Mm. and spending time with animals. Like Mm. I love nature. It's very healing for me. Basically, I think when I'm not podcasting, I'm either focusing on like school career stuff goes, I will be starting my master of public health, um, degree this year which is exciting because mm-hmm. like ideally down the road I want to either like be a therapist or and or run my own mental health organization mm-hmm. um, like a nonprofit would be really cool um, where I could like you know just offer services and things like that to people in so need um, and so that's really where my passion lies like it just it lies in taking care of like the world as a whole and um that that can be in so many different ways right but yeah Yeah. so I'm pretty (laughs) pretty sensitive um and I I own it I own it a lot and I think yeah I think for a while I felt shame about it but now I just like I'm like this is who I am and it's what makes me and it's what makes the people in my life like me for me because it's just yeah, it's not a bad thing. Not at all, it's no. Sometimes being sensitive, I think, has a negative connotation. It does. Yeah. And I don't know why I chose that to just, like, say or talk about, but it, I, I did. Um, and, yeah, I, I really just love, like, cozy things, relaxing, lo-fi, spending time with the animals, and just avoiding, like, loud, yeah. noisy kind of stuff. Unless I feel like going out and dancing and stuff, and then I'll do that. Lovely. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. I'm from New Jersey, by the way, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> so I live in the United States, and yeah, it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian fellow here. Yeah, um, Canada. Yeah. yeah. One of my boyfriends, um, one of his fa- one of his best friends that he plays games with online is uh, he lives in Toronto, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> names are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. (laughs) You're the kinder people of the world. (laughs) There's that, (laughs) yes. We'll take that. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for giving a little bit more of an understanding of who you are behind the screen, behind the voice of Yay for Mm -hmm. Growth. Of course. Yeah, and I, okay, so I've been on a handful of podcasts. I've been a guest on a few, and Mm -hmm. I have to say Yours was the best. When I was on yours, really? like, yes, what? I'm going to tell you. Oh this God, was why I reached out to you. This was why I reached oh out to God, you. Oh, my God, thank you. I have been on a handful, and I was looking for someone for this topic because I was really intrigued for just talking to someone with the same um, topic or interest of podcasting. And okay. 
I, I went on a few guests and that was kind of my test. That was my, people didn't know I was going on there for two reasons. Of course, because I love podcasting so much, but also I want to find somebody for this episode. Wow. Been on a few. It's amazing how bad some people are. And I don't mean this in like a gossipy yeah. way, but in a like, wow, people are really confident in like, maybe not letting the guests speak, just like overshadowing uh, Well, them. interviewing is very, uh, it's a very particular skill. Oh, yeah. And I do think there is a level of, like, it either kind of... You do have to learn. There's a learning curve. But at the same time, like, some people just naturally are good at, like, conversationalists. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, it's a give and take of listen, talk, Absolutely. whatever, you know? But do you other think people you're naturally... Uh, you, or was that something you had to obtain throughout? Um, I would say a little bit of both. Because I actually, in uh, my community college, when I was younger... Um, I'm, you know, like I'm turning 26, so I was about probably 18, 19, and I was on my school newspaper, so I would have to do, like, interviews sometimes, and, you know, our our advisor was a big resource for us as far as just letting us know, like, hey, like, when you're doing an interview, here are some things you want to do, here are some things you don't want to do, you know, like, so I did pick up some interviewing skills from that, but I... I mean, when I started my podcast, I hadn't interviewed anyone in, like, four years, probably. Mm, So I think a degree of it is just I like to have conversations with people. And so it's, yeah, so it's kind of just, like, fun for me to, like, You have to want to talk to people in order to really run this show. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I just, I, I love seeing people get excited when they get a chance to talk about certain things mm-hmm. that maybe, like, other people don't ask them. And so, like, that's yeah. that's just where I guess it comes from. Absolutely. It's um, just something I like to – I mean, I want to be a therapist. So, <laughs> I mean, there's – that's, like – there you go. It's just kind of partly, like, who I am, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I just have to say that, like, I mean, have you been a guest on anybody else's podcast other than mine? No. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Like, my, not in a long time. Oh, okay. The fir- before I started my podcast, my friend Jess Palmer had me on their podcast at mm-hmm. the time. And, um, I was already thinking about starting one. So then it was like, after that, I was like, oh, like, I should definitely look more into this. Right. Um, but like, after starting my own podcast, I have not been on anybody else's podcast. Oh, wow. Well, I'm honored so it's been and like nervous. Three years. <laughs> so honored and nervous right now. Oh, uh, don't I, be nervous. <laughs> but hey, I'll validate it. I'll validate it. You can be nervous, but like, it's okay because yeah. I don't really do this either. <laughs> well, you can critique me afterwards. Make me. No! <laughs> no, no, for improvement. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I just really want to quickly say that when I was on a few people's podcasts, what some people did, what you did, what I noticed, I don't do this in my episodes with anybody, but you hop onto a video call to brainstorm ideas and see what do you really yeah. want to talk about. And that's something that I noticed throughout a lot of people. I was like, oh, this is a niche. This is something. But no, a lot of people do that to get organized. I can't yeah. afford to do that because the people I, I reach out to don't have that time and not in like a braggy way or like a pride but like they honestly don't have the time and I respect that like if you got things to do I do too so I just literally message all the details I can prior Mm -hmm. we hop on the call we record and it's done in and out like that and we just go yeah so I hopped on a call with one podcast host I think they were three hosts and it was really great from the start. I was like, this is going to be a great conversation. Similar topic to what I did with you. It was like beauty culture standards and all this stuff. Oh, struggles. very cool. That was such a fun, yeah, it was a fun discussion. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you can never have enough discussions over that for now. Never. Yeah. Especially when you grow up, like, surrounded by it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, great. Um, outcome, not so great. <laughs> When we were brainstorming, and then we finally hopped onto the recording session, they took all my ideas that I said I wanted to say, and I didn't speak throughout the episode, other than my intro and my outro. Wait, what? Yes. Wait. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, I will say... I, I would have been so confused. I was confused, but I was kind of just, like, making a joke at it at that point. I was like, you know what? Let me just... Let me just... They were young. They were 13, 14. I guess oh, wow. I kind of, yeah, so taken a hint. I was their first guest, their second ep- uh, episode. Yeah. 
I should have taken it. Not that I, I didn't mean to, like, just side note, I didn't mean to, like, insinuate that, like, oh, younger people, of course. Oh, no. But, like, no, you can, it's just, if, like, it was their first, one of the first times they were, like, really interviewing somebody, it makes yeah. sense that, yeah. like, okay, maybe they wouldn't have thought about X, Y, Z. But, like, that's why I want to discuss this is, like, know what you're getting into. Know what this entails and mm-hmm. how you want other people to feel. When you are interviewing, it's not right. just about the questions, but it's all about the answers and listening, too. Keywords. Yeah. Spacing. Pauses. These are all things that act and uh, add to the overall feel for the listeners and the guests, of course. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, those are all great points, Shanze. And I think that with the way like podcasts are blowing up nowadays and they're becoming a part of people's like everyday life. Like Mm -hmm. they'll listen to new episodes and listen that, you know, as they go about their week and their day or whatever. And even just uh, like professors in school and teachers, they're using it as, um, you know, just educational resources for their students. And so I think in this like time where it's just like the podcast revolution, I'll call it, I really think that people, listeners specifically, do have a hard time separating from the hosts um, as, like, hosts and people, like, outside of that, Mm -hmm. and, and seeing, like, it's not, like... Just because podcasts are blowing up doesn't mean it's easy to make a podcast. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that you just, like, it's instant gratification and you made one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into it, even though there are, you know, tons of, like, you can do it completely for free nowadays, you know, but it's, like, it's still very hard. It's time-consuming. Um, even if talking is easy for you, I think it's, like, the biggest thing for me was just getting like being consistent with putting yourself out there yeah even if you like fail with or if you don't get a lot of listens one episode or something like that you know it's it's hard and so I think I really liked the point you made because people um they don't see that they they just want to start one they get excited and kind of like a lot of projects you know like sometimes people pick up hobbies or they'll be like oh my god candles I want to learn how to make candles and then they realize how hard it is and then they're like no I'm not going to do this like it's a process it's a learning curve but it's just like anything else yeah yeah Uh, but uh just like you're saying the podcast revolution we saw that in many things we saw that with YouTube and everyone wanting to chime in and just be the next big YouTuber which yeah rightfully so why not but it's not a joke it's not easy it's consistency it's dedication it's time it's energy yes and then we had TikTok the most recent like oh let me blow up on TikTok no honey there's a lot more factors than to just start an account I wish there, like, there are um and I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to like try new things and put your I mean we all should be putting ourselves out there but I, I do think that when it comes to viral or, like, just public online content, anything that you put out, somebody can see and they can hear. And so with that, we have to be intentional. Because even if you decide, like, hey, I'm done with this, I'm not going to continue with this, what you put out there, like, somebody's probably already seen And while it's important to, like, in a sense, not care what people think, we still have to be respectful of the fact that, like, the online community is still a community. It's still people. We still have to really think about um, what kind of energy we want to put out there. And I I think that, you know, just being as intentional as possible, if you really want to start a podcast, is the best thing to do. Uh, or even TikTok or YouTube, anything. Yeah, whatever it is. Any content creation. Yeah, just like, I mean, intentional. And also, I want to add being conscious. I feel like we do these things that are very passively almost in our very quick, fast paced living society where you don't mm-hmm. have the time to breathe or think or reflect. When you're conscious of what you're doing, you're aware of like how much you like it or what you want to do differently and all yeah. these little things. Absolutely. Yeah, I you touched on being consistent. I want to talk mm-hmm. about that. I want to talk yeah. about podcasting specifically being very, un- not unique, but very um, associated with people taking breaks. I've noticed this a lot. 
and I want to discuss maybe your experience and why do you think that is? Why is that so prevalent in the podcasting community where people will be at it 10 episodes, 15 episodes, back to back to back, and then they disappear from the net, but then they come back and then... Yeah. yeah, so um, I'm really glad you brought that up because it's something that I struggled with not my first two years of the pot or my first like year and a half, but this past year I have. For me personally, it's only been because of like personal stuff going on in my life. Like I was moving and I I was in like an intensive outpatient program for my mental health. Like I had stuff going on that just didn't allow me the time um or the like energetic level to like put stuff out there if that makes sense um and I do think that you know I will advocate for anybody else who needs to take breaks sometimes and I mean this is why a lot of podcasts I've noticed are starting to go in seasons Mm. because I think a lot of people they get the inspiration they have the ideas they pump out the content and then they realize I need a break you know what I mean just like anything else and So I do think that that could be a big reason why people are starting to work in seasons, like TV shows. Um, I I have noticed that with a lot of podcasts. But um, as far as, like, aside from me, I think other people need breaks for either similar reasons. I mean, you have to understand that, like, no matter what kind of podcast you have, if it's entertainment, informational, um, uh, anything. Yeah sports even, like, you are producing Mm -hmm. content, you are, you are putting your time, your resources, your energy into it to create this thing. It's, it's no different than a, um, a musician creating an album and then taking two years off, right? It is pouring your soul into something and that can take a lot out of you. Even if it is for a good cause, you have to, I I feel like a lot of people, I shouldn't say you, like, a lot of people who are similar to me, um, when you produce and when you put your energy out there like that, for other people, you need that time of self-reflection, that time of, like, Mm self-retreat and recovering it's kind of like an athlete also like playing like like a football player all season they go ham like they go hard you know and they're training training they they just they just go and then once they're done their bodies are depleted they need a couple months off and then they start training again look at this girl's analogies (laughs) what'd you say your analogies i love them oh thank (laughs) you but yeah yeah, i think because at first honestly when i started taking breaks like i I felt bad about it. Like, I had this narrative in my head where I was like, people see you as inconsistent. They absolutely do. And I can get that. Like, I I validated that thought for so long, but then I was like, honestly, Savannah, like, it's every single profession as far as, like, entertainment, or I would say just anything. Like, a lot of them go in seasons. Teachers, um, you know, they have the school year, and then they're off. Mm-hmm. You know, doctors, um, let's say they had every single healthcare profession has a busy season and a slow season yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doctors will, or nurses or therapists will work, 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 and then take some time off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so common. And I think it's actually less of a reflection. And trust me, I'm wrapping this up. I'm sorry. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think it's really important because I think it's less of a reflection of like the podcasting community and more of a reflection of like how society is today where people think that they're robots and then they like it can go 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 produce 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 yeah. and then they realize wait I I don't work like that mm-hmm. like I am a human I need a break yes. so I see it in like every kind of hobby profession if that makes sense yeah yeah very important point I like that you brought that up I will say if I can say also why it may differ from any quote-unquote professional career is that when you are an entertainer you're in the creative field you are in the public eye of where if you do take time off people know it if you take time off as a doctor people don't know you as like oh they're gone they but you're in this public People eye. see everything you do. 
exactly. There's an or absence. Here, here and in this a presence. Yes. Yeah. So um, the other thing I wanted to uh, add to the seasons thing, one thing I love about it is that if somebody wants to rebrand a little bit, they can. They can do, like, the season's going to be a little different. We're going to do this. We're yeah. We're going to add that. Such a good point. Yeah. I can't do seasons like that because I think my commitment with the theme of that season would be so, like, pushing myself to the edge of things that I wouldn't want to do. I'd be like... It'd be restrictive. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about... I get that. I get that. My podcast is the same way. Like, I thought about doing seasons and then I was like, why? (laughs) Like... Because then I'm, you know, saying, like, you're just going to feel forced. Exactly. You're going to feel forced to talk about something that, like, oh, maybe I only needed one or two episodes to talk about this. So I prefer just doing parts. Like, I'll do, like, I'll either do, like, you know, like, let's, uh, I think I did two episodes on uh, codependency. So I did one and I called it Revisited, you know, like, literally a year later or something. Yeah. So I'd rather just do that. that. Um, These are all just ideas we're approaching with our experience and our, um, as hosts, but also, are you a big listener, a podcast listener, or are you just a host? Would you I am a podcast listener. Okay, I, tell me, that's genres, like, who are you a fan of? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have so many podcasts that I love. Um, the one that got me into podcasts would be Just Break Up, which is one of my favorite podcasts. It's a relationship podcast, and even though it's called Just Break Up, they don't tell people to just break up. <laughs> um, I talk about it all the time because it's, you know, these these two people who offer, like, very great resources for emotional maturity, relationships, interpersonal communication, and kind of that whole vibe. Um, and then my second favorite would probably be Armchair Expert mm-hmm. uh, with Zach Shepard. Okay, okay. Um, he's great. He yeah. interviews all kinds of celebrities. I, I did uh, not know he had a podcast. Now I have to check he, that out. Oh my god, no. it's literally like I think his podcast, along with New York Times, is like the number. It's like a top. Wow. Okay. Like of the most listened to. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. I'm like he is podcast goals. Like <laughs> he started it just as like a funny thing, because like he would go on Ellen the show. Yeah and give people advice and then Ellen was like you're like really good at this and even though it's not an advice podcast I guess he realized oh maybe this is a niche like Mm -hmm. interviewing or talking to people now he just interviews all kinds of people so cool that is so cool I so I actually like I would say that a lot of my interviewing inspiration came from uh the one podcast called uh, conversations with Kenzie Okay. And um, Armchair Expert. I would say that those two definitely, uh, through listening to them, I was like, okay, all right. So this is how, you know, like, I would just, like, listen to interviews and be like, I don't like what they did in this one, or I really like what they did in this one. And kind of just keep them in mind, I guess. It um, almost becomes second nature to just look at anything and, like, can this be a podcast topic? Can I make a discussion out of this? Or yeah. that person, I didn't really like the way they like pointed something out. I would have phrased it like this. It's just exactly. this, like, it's so fulfilling. It's just like yes. this really it's, cool... it's it's like, you know, because it's a skill, I guess. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're you're um you know, you're quizzing yourself and on like if you can properly execute what you've learned, Almost, like a yeah. test, you know. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so I, I do think that's why I like podcasting and, and interviews specifically is because they're very stimulating. Mm-hmm, yeah. Very stimulating. So, like, I'll go to bed and I'm like, damn, I'm still thinking about that conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, as far as mine go, my first experience with, I always liked the idea of podcasts, but I didn't know where to start. This YouTuber, mm-hmm. Niga Higa, he, OG YouTuber, he started a podcast on his channel. Oh, I, I know him. You know yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has funny videos. Love that guy. I re-watched. He's made videos where you can just, they don't expire. They entertain him all the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I started a podcast, and I just loved his his approach to it. It was so refreshing from his other content. Not that I liked it least, uh, less, but it was just so cool to see this person in a different position and how they interview and how they make certain topics that I don't find interesting, interesting and engaging. Right, yes. yeah. I was just like... Such a good point. I want to do that. I want to talk about stuff that I know maybe nothing about, but just like 
maybe add a conversation to it, maybe add a different angle to it. And right. I would say, my, not podcaster, but interviewer, just his name just slipped my mind. He was from Smosh. What's his name? The, oh dear. Um, but if you know Smosh, you guys know it. I don't have to put out the name. You guys can literally YouTuber. But his skill in approaching sensitive topics, like anything, if it's like sex trafficking or whatever wow. it is, he approaches it in a manner that is just really giving the floor to the person and just wow. giving the mic to them. And then having this conversation that doesn't feel like, I'm going to say, like white noise. Because a lot of what I've noticed right. is that we're saying the same stuff and we're not moving forward. We're just like, oh, this is an important issue. And that's right. it. It's not, yeah, this is an there's a difference issue. between awareness and, um, I think, productive conversation. Because yes. it's not that awareness isn't productive, but like conversation that opens the floor to possible solution or behavior or whatever like yeah. that is productive in my eyes because mm-hmm. it helps us move on as exactly. a society because like what's the point to just have these very sad conversations of a reality if we can't change the reality exactly and that is actually that's my favorite like okay so when i started wait are you done your thought i didn't want to like, oh yeah i'm done you. Okay, great. So when I started my podcast, Yay for Growth, I started it as, like, a mental health podcast. And it has kind of evolved now into a personal development. Like, I talk about more things than just mental health. Mm -hmm. But there's still that core theme of, like, mental health. Um, I would say now it's, like, more holistic. Like, I just talk about all aspects of personal development. But anyways, so when I first started it... And I was like, okay, this is a hardcore mental health. I'm going to teach people psychoeducation, lessons, whatever. That was my biggest thing is I was like, I don't want to just be like, here's how you identify depression. Right. Every every episode, if you go back to the original ones and listen, if anyone wants to, feel free. I have deleted some, I think, because I was like, oh, I'm over this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I don't know. I could be judging myself. So then I was like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to have this published anymore. No, respect, I get that. But, but most of the original ones are still on there. So anyways, if you go back and listen, you'll notice that they all have a core structure, like, where I'll be, like... And I think I also learned that from being on newspaper, like, in journalism, because, like, you introduce something, and then you, you know, introduce the solu- the possible solutions. Mm-hmm. And at least that's in my head, like, how it made sense to me. So much so that I forget people don't do that. Yeah. Like... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. then I'll go listen. Like, I try finding new podcasts, but sometimes it can be so frustrating because I'll just listen and it's, you described it perfectly, Shanze. It's white noise. Yeah. I'll, like, turn something on and it's just these people talking about this issue or this thing that happened. And I'm like, okay, but, like, are you offering tools? Are you offering resources? And it's it's not that, like, I don't want to say people have to, but it goes back to the point of if you're choosing to be in the public eye and choosing to comment on something happening in society and give your opinion, then I do feel like it's probably a ethical thing to do to offer tools, resources, or so like, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, if any of this is making sense. Yeah, can but I like... button for an idea that might be matching what your thoughts, your feelings? It yeah. might feel or come off as performative activism. Like, it's almost, Perform- it's, it's very easy to say right. that mental health is important. All right, now how do we overcome this challenge that we all come across, or most of us come right. across? Right, exactly. So, yeah, uh, that, that's how I feel for a lot of the conversations that are going on, and consciously subconsciously this is something that we are all taking part of that we are absolutely yeah this performative activism and we're not even aware of it that it's almost this and this is going to be an episode about how it's almost become an aesthetic to just present yourself as this very like self-aware so like you're woke and it feels right oh my gosh (laughs) that's so funny when you say woke it like triggers something in my brain so when you're done 
I just let me know because I, I have a thought. Yeah, uh, I'll quickly wrap up about like yeah, no, take your time. Um, the trigger word. I have a few trigger words for the podcast. Surprise, surprise! It's not curse words. It's actually, um, and the reason why I didn't tell you prior is because this topic is gonna have to force us to say some of those things. Right. Words I tell people that we're not allowed to say is this generation, the old days, and social media. Because I kid you not, every time someone starts a sentence with any of these, my brain shuts off because I already know what they're going to say because I've heard it before a thousand times and the conversation hasn't gone past that. It's just Mm. been like, social media is bad and mental health hard. And it's like, great. Now, how do we like live with it? Yeah. Thanks for making these statements. Now, how do we go about it? (laughs) Like... Yeah, I totally get what you're saying, and I think that they're all great points. Um, for me, the the little trigger was the word woke, mm-hmm. and the only reason why is because I honestly, I didn't really, like, have much exposure to that word until last year, and mm-hmm. it was mainly because my, when I started dating my boyfriend, now he has, like, a very, um, a very, like, intense friend group is what I'll say, and one of the friends in the friend group was like uh my boyfriend's name is Glenn so he was like oh hey Glenn like Savannah like I checked out her social media sorry he's like I checked out her social media and she she's more woke than me and like all this stuff and like he's just his one friend's just always bringing up the term woke and like but using it as a way to um what's the word like categorize people I think Mm, and so sometimes when he is fighting like with the group about something like if they all disagree he'll be like you know I'm more woke than you guys blah 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 and I'm like why are we making this societal term like an individual term and then like it's nothing against this guy like all more respect to him you know what I mean like he's my boyfriend's friend like I'll always respect him but like once I started hearing, like, what he was saying more and more and, like, using this term, I started paying attention to it online and, like, in videos, especially, like, YouTube videos. I feel like people do kind of bring it up a lot. Mm-hmm. And even some podcasts, definitely some activism kind of podcasts mm-hmm. I've listened to, um, or at least episodes when people, like, some, some um, hosts, like, interview activists – it's, it's come up a lot, and so it just makes me think, like, I don't know, maybe I should do an episode on it, mm-hmm. but it, it just brings me back to what you're saying, like, people use the term woke, and I think that they don't even know, like, what they're referring to sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's just another way to put people in categories, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's my rant. Yeah, no, um, I'm gonna bring this part to an end, because I feel like we're <laughs> just like going into different directions which is great and I do want to get to other topics absolutely I want to talk to you about marketing and sponsorships about mm, your experience okay. about your like oh do you have any um how is marketing the podcast is it easy how is the earning and also give me ideas so then I can get money <laughs> Okay, cool. So, yeah, marketing. And so I think this is the hardest part about being a podcast host who does want your podcast to um, grow, like as far as the listener base goes. So marketing, I mainly use, you know, social media platforms through my personal account, my podcast account, and I have a mental health community on Instagram called Lovely Little Healers, and so that's, you know, the, the, the main source of my marketing, um, sponsorship, I have used, uh, I really just do, like, the ads with Anchor, I don't, I've never actually had, like, a real sponsorship, I think it would be dope if I could, um, but I definitely don't have the listener base for that yet, and, um, it's kind of something that I'm like, it'll come when it comes. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm focusing on just, like, growing my listener base. And social media is the easiest way to do that. I mean, there's really – I feel like there's 
not many other ways. Yeah, right it's now. pretty limited for podcasts, I guess, because it's fairly new and now it's popping off and people are trying to find ways to um, get an income out of it. Exactly. And the cool thing, my favorite thing about Instagram is that you have every type of community imaginable mm-hmm. on there. Like, Instagram is not just limited to, like, your friends or whatever, like, your close people. Um, almost everybody I know has, like, a second account for a hobby or a niche or whatever. And so I love I love to use Instagram to connect with people um, because if you do it right, you can kind of hack the algorithm, like, to oh. find specifically what you want to find. Oh, no. It, it, it'll come back to bite you, but it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard. Um, and honestly, I would say that I, I definitely need more tools and resources for um, just marketing in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to do it other than just, like, by word of mouth mm-hmm. kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk more about Yay for Growth. Let's talk about the name. How did that come to be? How quickly did you decide on it? Do you like it? What is I feel like you're rebranding with your reaction. But talk no, to me it's, about that. No, 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 no. It's no. okay. All right. Yeah, talk to <laughs> um, me about the name. So, Gay for Growth. Uh, I came up with the name when I was on my friend Jess Palmer's podcast right before I started mine. And it was, like, towards the end of the episode, I was, like, Gay for Growth or something. And then it just, like stuck in my head the next two weeks and I was like okay this is gonna be the name if I start my podcast and I started it like that next month or whatever and it's just kind of stuck because it's very like I don't know yeah so that's how that started no it definitely Um, and it sticks out too like you just know yay for growth it can't be mixed up with anybody else it's sharp right and you know what it's about too like that's what I liked I liked that it um it was very to the point but it was also like fun because sometimes I'll like see these podcasts and they have the most like bland titles you know and I'm just like I don't know or sometimes the the title doesn't reflect the the topics that are talked about at all Mm -hmm. and I do I am thankful to myself for calling it yay for growth because it allows me to evolve it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like how I said it started mental health and now it's more personal development Mm -hmm. It has allowed me to, like, the title allows me to, like, evolve the podcast without actually having to totally rebrand. Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to talk about mine now. Yay! <laughs> so, when I had you, uh, or not when I had you on, but when I was on yours, right. my podcast was not called Raw Thoughts Pod. This is something no. that recently happened. It was in rebranding. I've rebranded in a total of four times for, for different reasons. The first title I settled on was Canvas Me Today. And the reason why I decided that was um, a canvas is essentially um, you, your life, and you would paint whatever you envision you want to become. Right. Now, I got exhausted for explaining this over and over again, and it just, people couldn't remember. Canvas Me, can what? (laughs) It became so difficult. I couldn't even be aware of, like, like sharing about um, by mouth about my podcast all right left that decided to go to I believe I'm forgetting one but I'll I'll go to this one that I'm remembering is uh pending thoughts pod hmm. I like okay. it thoughts are pending they're loading they are evolving changing it's a cool name and then I, like I change that. it right it's cool I like it it's yeah so sweet to the point turns out somebody had that name no. And I know a lot of people have the same name uh, podcast than others. They do. It, But there's two things. It's difficult to then market yourself. And second, I just don't want to take that away from somebody. Like, they're, that's their name. Yeah. They did it before. Yeah, exactly. Why? Right? And then I finally came to Raw Thoughts with Reza. Reza's my last name. Mm-hmm. So Raw Thoughts Pod, Raw Thoughts with Reza. Turns out four other people have it, and I've given up at this point. But I did mm-hmm. notice what? I had the name before anybody else did. Like, I looked at their episodes and how they uploaded after me. Mm. So I am, I'm glad, you know what, I'm fine. They can have mm-hmm. it, but I, I can claim that I had it first. So it's, it's good. <laughs> Satisfaction. <laughs> yes. So that was my experience with name, um, branding, establishing, rebranding. 
But as far as topics or theme goes, it's always been anything and everything. I will topic, I will cover everything. There's not one thing I will not discuss. If right. you, if you, you come to my podcast, you come to my show, and you want to say, I want to talk about this, I'll be like, all right, you have an interest in lizards? Let's talk about lizards. There's yeah. <laughs> to this show. We, you know, I, I think that, like, I think your your approach towards um, having, like, an open mind as far as topics goes, I do think that that is very important because as podcasting is blowing up, mm-hmm. there are – everybody's finding their niches and their own community within the larger mm-hmm. podcast pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think we need we need the podcast like yours where people can just yeah. talk about anything. Yeah, you know, and, and honestly, I don't know. I think if my podcast was, like, such a specific topic, like, I think one time, because I have a degree, I have my undergraduate degree in biology and chemistry, and I thought about, oh, should I do, like, a science podcast? Mm. And then I was like, I I would only get to talk about science. Right, like, yeah. I would not be able to talk about so many other things, and then I'd probably want to start a second podcast yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so then I think that's a huge reason why I evolved mine, too, because I was like, I don't just want to talk about mental health. I want to talk about personal development, which includes mental health, but all these other types of health too, you know? And yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it can keep you in a box, you know, just like a specific topic. There's nothing wrong with it for people who do it, but like, you know, you have that. Absolutely. Especially for like school, like teachers and stuff. It's easy to find. Um, But I want to talk about, since we're on a similar topic anyways about how I we're both relatively on like open discussions about any angle about like growing for you and then for me it's just like anything and everything have you seen a consistent listener base though or have you seen people pop in and then pop out because for me I've seen that unfortunately I have to deal with the reality that I'm not going to have someone listen to one topic of music and then stick around for a topic of coffee that's just not how it works. But yeah. how has that looked for you? Have you seen relatively same numbers? Has it gone up? Um, I would say that I saw the same numbers my first year and a half of the podcast. Hmm. And then I would say the past like eight months, um, which I've also been less active. But when I do put episodes out there, hmm. it has been popping in, popping out kind of thing. Okay. Um. With my still, like, base, like, um, group, I think, of core listeners. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've experienced both. So I have, like, some consistent listeners who they do just listen to pretty much every episode. And I think a part, like, a, a little reason for that could be because I do, like, generally, like, at the start of my episodes, I almost always do, like, a life update kind of thing. So it could be that um, if anyone's just like, oh, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, it's a consistent thing, right. even though the topic might vary. Yeah. But, yeah, I've, I've had both. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to hear that, because I know it's definitely varying throughout. Girl, I feel you. I feel you. It can be, it, it cuts me at my core <laughs> if I look at my stats sometimes, because it'll be like, one month, on fire. The next month, what the heck? Yeah. Like, it, it's just the ebb and flow of being a content creator, I think, and... It's hard. It's hard to, when we're inconsistent ourselves, it's hard to get consistency out of other people. And it's like, you yeah. also can't not look at the st- statistics because that's how you're, you're able to tell this is what people like, this is what they don't like. I should try to Oh, yeah. Should- it's very helpful. Yeah. I just think we have to, like, separate from it a little yeah. bit sometimes. And also remembering, for any creative content creator, entertainer, remember your project is different from you you are a person the project is your project such a great distinction yeah yeah I want I want to talk about this for a bit because I feel like a lot of our self-respect identity um is in the stuff we create and when we create something really cool and great it's like oh this is so good sometimes our ego gets inflated and then we go over our heads and sometimes (laughs) when you create something and people don't receive it the way we expect them to it brings us down and we need to Mm -hmm. remember the projects we create 
are an extension of us. They are not us. You are your own right. person. And this is something that you're just dabbling with, creating with, and finding out how you want to project or reflect or grow in something I want exactly. to Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Such a good point. And I think that um, when you say that, it just reminds me of a quote like I heard. So when Ariana Grande, um, this was like the year everything was going down in her life, and she mm-hmm. won Billboard um, Woman of the Year or female artist of the year or whatever and she in her speech she said something that just like stuck with me and she was like two things one she was like this has been the worst year of my life but the best year of my career and she's like I just it doesn't make sense sometimes and then Mm -hmm. she said number two the weird because she won like an award for thank you next Mm -hmm. um her single thank you next and she was like it's weird because my favorite songs on the album are almost never the ones that get popular. And the ones that you guys seem to love, I'm just like, whatever, you know? And, like, I think about that every time I'm doing, like, a podcast beca- episode because, like, for example, when I do my interview episodes, more times than not, I'm just like, whatever. Because I, like, I could have done better. Mm-hmm. I could have asked different questions. I could have, like, I think too much about it where I'm just, like, whatever. And then, you know, the episodes that I love, some solo episodes, people are just, like, whatever. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, like, I, I, feel like it. no. I feel like you can, as a creator, you can never be in the viewer or listener's yeah. shoes. And I just think about... I guess the biggest reassurance I give myself is I'm like, oh, like I have creators like Curtis Connor. He's one of my favorite love people that guy. on the planet. I saw him stand up live. I just freaking love Curtis Connor. Love him, man. And he's so great, so wholesome, so respectful. Like I love him and everything he makes for the most part. But I, I pretty much tell myself, I'm like, for the most part, I follow almost everything he puts out there. But then there's stuff I don't like. But it doesn't change how I feel about him. I like, like I will still support him. Yeah, yeah. Even if there are things I don't like. Just like Ariana Grande. Mm. Like, some of her music. I, I, I freaking love it. And then other stuff I don't really like. But I'm always going to support her as an artist. Because I genuinely like what she's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I try to reassure myself by putting myself in the shoes of the viewer and listener or mm-hmm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's hard. <laughs> it is very hard. Yeah. And I as mean. I said, I am sensitive. I have a keychain. <laughs> I have a keychain on my keys that says, I am very sensitive. Please be kind. <laughs> do, you, do you listen to his podcast? What? Do you listen to his podcast, Curtis Connors? Yes, really, yes. Really good, yeah. I, w- I was really surprised when you... Um, when you asked me which ones I listened to, I was like, why? I was thinking about it while you were talking. I was mm. like, why didn't I say Carson Connors? Yeah, yeah. Because his was a big inspiration for me to just let my guard down a mm. little bit more mm. and talk about the process right. of recording and talk about the like process of what I'm going through as somebody putting content out there. Because yeah. he does that. Like, his podcast... For those that don't know Curtis Connor, like he's a comedian, but he makes YouTube videos. He um, does Twitch streaming. He now ha- he has a podcast that's blowing up, and his podcast is literally just where he goes. It's like the, you know, when you make a list of things and you're like uh, this, 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 etc. Mm-hmm. His podcast is the etc. at yeah, the yeah. end of it, yeah. where he just like talks about everything right. um, that's on his mind in that moment or what's going on, and mm-hmm. like. I just, it inspired me a lot to realize my podcast didn't have to be so structured. <laughs> I, I want to add to that because I feel the exact same way. I want to yeah. talk about perception for a bit and how, for oh, the most yeah. part, for anyone who knows Curtis Connor and first finds their contact, it's probably not going to be his podcasts at the forefront. It's not, that's not what he markets. Exactly. What he markets is his humorous commentary on whatever is going on in the internet, social media. Um, and then you go to his podcast and you're like, who this? <laughs> Literally. It's, energy, it, not, it's like such a different person. Yeah, not bad, but different. And I, that helped me so much with, if not feeling restricted, like I can be super energetic in one episode 
and in the next episode I can be really dark and gruesome and that doesn't mean I'm like fake or different or changing or um, or inconsistent or, yeah or inconsistent right. that's a big fear uh, like a really big one so for me too yeah like, <laughs> I get just it knowing that this creator can put out two different polarizing types of content one very snappy great word. short joke great yeah. word choice um short jokes snappy jokes to the point editing is there and then you have this very like pause and thinking about his thoughts minimal to no jokes he t- i remember he said in one of his episodes like when he first started the podcast and he was trying to just like i guess get comfortable with it and he just said he was like Honestly, recording this is a lot like scripting for a comedy show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I and I totally that. hear that now every time I listen to it because I'm like, oh, it's literally him just rambling, like, yeah. but slowly taking his time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're like present and, in his creative process. Like, it's, and he's, yeah. yes, he's almost just like recording his creative process yeah, yeah. or his, his reflection mm-hmm. on what he's done the past week yeah. or something, you know? It, it, and it's really cool. I'm I'm so glad you listened to that as <laughs> yes. well because I'm telling you, as like a podcast host to all the listeners, like his his podcast just is very humbling. I would say so, yeah. And yeah. like, he's another one where I have no interest in a topic, but because of and maybe a little bit because of his personality, his social persona, a little bit of that may exactly uh, yeah play a part in that. But still, nonetheless, a topic I have no interest in. I'll listen to his podcast because of the way he he knows how to make it interesting. Exactly. And it's just like at that point, I like listening to Curtis Connor for Curtis Connor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not so much the topic. And so I'd like to take that and spin it and say, maybe I'm I'm pretty sure you have some listeners, Sean Zay, that listen to you just to listen to you. Yeah, I think so. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mom, yeah. That's like me, like my, my closest friends yeah. and my boyfriend listen to like every episode. Yeah, it's like my mom's like, I have no idea what you're talking about in this episode, but you're so, like, I'm here for you. She says I love uh, my style whenever I'm in the zone. She's like, I love that about you. I see you, and I just like, I'm so admiring you from a distance. Like, that's great. Right. She's loving what she's doing, and I love that. And she wants I, to oh, That's so sweet. That's such yeah. a great compliment. Go, mom. Hell yeah. Um, real quick, I want to add, um, and you can definitely add, or we can wrap up and then go to the okay. next topic, is how I disassociate from project and then my self-identity is I tried a lot, I tried really hard to not put my name into my podcast name. I know I kind of did, um, Raw mm-hmm. Thoughts with Reza, officially Raw Thoughts Pod, but okay. I just did it with... What does that symbolize to you? Uh... Oh, sorry, what, like, which part? Like, hmm? Putting your name into the title, like, what does that symbolize to you that makes you say, like, mm, like, I don't want to do that? <laughs> because I'll feel like any critique I'll get is an attack on me, and any compliment I'll get will be just inflating my ego, and I won't be able to keep a level head to keep going mm. with the consistency okay. I want to create. It's something I've dealt with in every aspect throughout my life. I didn't mm-hmm. like putting my name on maybe group projects because I just didn't want the teacher to maybe critique it in a pers- different way, a different approach. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, it was really bad. But now I've reached this point where when somebody <laughs> does compliment me, I'm like, oh, cool, all right. And if somebody critiques me, I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, you just kind of move on. Just like, yeah, the extremes. But. Hey, I'm getting there too. I used to be very defensive about, like, my content so much so I wouldn't, like... Like, the fact that I have a public podcast and a public mental health platform where I share things is huge. Because anybody who went to school with me would tell you I wouldn't speak. I would go the whole school day without talking. I can't Which is right? It's just crazy. Like, I used to be so shy, secretive, not just private, like secretive, Mm. because of that fear, because of people who bullied me when I did, like, really put myself out there. Um, I remember, I think, I'll just really quickly just say, like, one of the biggest things that stuck with me is I had a history teacher in third grade who yelled at me for doing my own design on our little packet, like on the title page, Mm -hmm. instead of just 
writing the title he wanted us to write in our name. I, like, drew a bunch of pictures and did it. And he yelled at me for it in front of the whole class. And I was like, what? Like, it's my history packet. Why? This doesn't make any sense. And I really think that that was, like, a huge point when I started just, like, shutting down um, anything I had to, like, share with the world. You know? I wouldn't sing and play my guitar unless nobody was home. I wouldn't sing along music unless no one was around. Like, I would write my poems and then lock them away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it can be really hard to put yourself out there. Um, but I'm at that point, like you, Shanze, where it's just now I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. Mm. It, it makes it so liberating to just do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, to just be like, well, yeah, someone could say this, but, like, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. <laughs> All right. I have to ha- I have to ask you about hosting and then co-hosting. How okay. has that I'm experience ready. been? <laughs> has it been challenging? Has it been fun? Has it been I mean, your co-host has how has the dynamic looked like? Um okay, so my co-host, uh my friend Jess Palmer, she's a per per diem co-host. So we decided on per diem co-host because both of us have very different like we live in different states we have different work schedules like we did not want it to be anything too overwhelming for her the thing is I love when she's on and the reason is because this is how we even came to it I like never thought of having a co-host because I just like to like uh pretty much structure things go about it and then boom it's done you know what I mean Um, but it worked out in my favor that my friend Jess, we just, she helps me, like, talk more, uh, fluidly, I would say, instead of structured, where I can be a little too structured sometimes, she's more fluid, but where she needs structure, I have that structure. So, we kind of just lucked out, I don't think I would co-host with anybody else, honestly, um, in that, you know, we offer each other what the other one doesn't have, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and then it kind of just, we vibe, <laughs> like, oh. I really hate putting it that way, but that's how I have to put it, Absolutely. like, you match each other's we, energy, we match each other's energy, it's just yeah. the craziest thing, I always said that we are, like, um, like, energetically, like, we are soul sisters, like, yin and yang, you know, yeah. um, but, yeah, and then, I really like doing solo casts, though, I love it because for me, I, at this point at least, maybe in the beginning I didn't, but at this point I have my flow of how I do an episode. I think for anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast, just know, like, once you do it a little bit and then you find your flow, it's just, like, so much nicer. So much less daunting Mm because you're like, I've done this before. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Like, I'll be fine. And you'll only really... I know it's that whole thing is like, I, I can't start. I have to know this, 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 and this. This has to be here and that has to... It's not going to be. You're going to start no. and you're going to change it. And you're going to change it again. You're going to change it. Change it's it just it like when you like try to... Like in school when you have to present and you try so hard to stick to your script, mm. but then you just don't. Yeah. Like and nine times out of ten, you say something out of order or it makes you think of something else that mm-hmm. you forgot or yeah. whatever. I, I remember when I was creating my logo or I was creating the name for my podcast and I was just I was I can't I can't I can't start and I'm telling my brother this I'm like I cannot start I cannot do it I have to have something because before I wanted a video podcast didn't know how to edit also that's the reason why I'm inconsistent honeys um (laughs) (laughs) editing's a lot oh yeah for sure I, that was actually I, yeah. on my list Yeah. of when you um, you asked me, like, what my likes and dislikes are. One mm-hmm. of my dislikes is when you don't have an actual budget yet, when you're a new podcast who, you know, if you don't already have a following when you start your podcast, chances are you don't have, like, a budget to hire someone to do editing or whatever. And it's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning, like, and it's three years later. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just takes time. Yeah. But um, what I'm going to say is that I was like, I need this, this, and this. And my brother just, he got mad at me, and he never gets mad at me. So this is why I'm here today Aww. doing the podcast. He was like, he like paused me. He was like, you need to start. 
you need to just start your podcast and figure everything everything else will fall in place when it needs to fall in place like those i don't know those games it reminds me of like those ads like where the blocks are like falling into like those yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but it will it honestly truly will if you don't like something you can change it and that's the beautiful thing about this is that what i noticed is that people started people enjoyed my podcast for the reason that they got to see the rawest point of it and me elevate it to something that was something they got to see grow like uh, yay for growth Um, yay for growth man yeah they got to be part of this journey they got to see it from the beginning from the scratch of a seed and then it becomes something and i'm snaps for that exactly (laughs) (laughs) the podcast video podcast and this and that and it's going here and there and it's so much i will say rewarding than having that all from the get-go because I got yes. to see people's reactions oh, and their comments. And their... Such a good point. I could talk about that forever. Because yeah. my podcast community is exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and I, I totally agree with you. Like, it is... I actually have that here in my notes because I was going to talk about okay. it. Like, the community that I do have, it's people who have been there from the start, you know? Yeah. And I love that because even though it would have been cool to, like, have a following and know that right when I start my podcast, I'm going to have 500 people listening, yeah. minimum, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool because maybe I could, like, make sponsor money. Yeah. But people would, it would be very, the listener base would be very, like, all over the place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My dog's itching himself. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so, um, yeah, anyways, it would be, like, all over the place if we had that instant gratification. We we probably wouldn't connect as much with the people who do listen. Like, I don't know about you, but at least with me, like, most of the people who listen follow my mental health account. So then they, like, message me on there about the podcast mm-hmm. more than, like, my actual podcast account. Yeah. And, you know, they'll just tell me, like, hey, like, I loved this or good job on this, like, just your new intro sounds so much cooler than the old one or little things like that where you're like oh my god these people are really like following me along this journey like you're they're helping you grow so that was a big point I said in my notes is that my podcast isn't even though I have a small tight-knit community I wouldn't change it because like my podcast isn't just like me it is made up of their ideas and their feedback and their commentary and you know, like, their connections even, you know, people who've come on the podcast are my friends or friends of friends, and mm-hmm. people like you who just, like, reach out to me, and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, can I be on the podcast? <laughs> like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Yes. Um, is there anything you're itching to share? I feel like I've covered mostly things that I, I <laughs> wanted to cover, but um, is there anything else that you're just like, oh, I want to bring this up, I want to share this, anything? Um... I really don't think so, to be honest with you. I mean, I think we covered most of, like, what we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'll say is that, like, again, I really loved the first first top, the first point that we made was if you are someone who, like, either religiously listens to podcasts or wants to start a podcast, I do think it is very important to be intentional. And that is not to, like, scare people. But it's just to say, like, it's easy to judge content. It is really hard to create content. People think it's easy. Or good content. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Like, quality content. It is so easy to judge it. It's easy to judge a song that you hear on the radio. It's easy to judge a TV show episode you see playing. But, like, if you have to be in the shoes of the person making it, the team even making it, it's different. It's a very different world. And so just remember, like, we're people too, you know, and like, if you want to make a podcast, remember you're a person too. Like, you are not your podcast. You are all the other things you have learned and all the other experiences you have had that led you to that point, you know? So. Oh my god, I love this conversation. I love you. I love your podcast. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Having this con- talking to you is just so fulfilling, satisfying. And I feel like, like I, I'm walking away with so much more. I, I just, I'm so happy that I, I love that. Here. That's such a nice compliment. Thank yes. you. And when I tell you guys truly everything, once again, I do intentional on this podcast. There's nothing I do for the right. money, the clout. It's because I have my own 
want and I want Savannah on this show. I want you guys to listen to her. I want you guys to support <laughs> her. So please, please, please head over to her podcast. Uh, what is your Instagram handle so that they can just uh, for the podcast Yay for Growth Pod? And then if you want to uh, follow my mental health community, I just do like I just post like psychoeducation kind of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's really supportive of each other on that Instagram. Um, it's lovely little healers. Uh, it's a little yeah, it's an alliteration, but it works. <laughs> no, I love it. Is there? I guess that's the end of this episode and you guys I hope this was interesting and a little bit of an inside scoop of what goes on into your favorite episodes yeah Um, I think Shanze this was a really cool idea like I've never actually heard podcast hosts talk about the process of making one yeah look at me yeah no this is really starting trend I don't know why I'm having like a mind-blowing moment right now but I'm sure everyone's gonna like it because it's a great idea yes So hop on over to Yay for Growth to listen to your favorite episodes and stick around for my podcast to listen to your least favorite episodes. And I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.